Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion! With Scott Prather. Steal the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Great Scott Show. We are in the month of February. It is busy. We got Diamond Sports right around the corner. We're in the thick of basketball. We got a Super Bowl that still has to be played. The Saints need to hire a head coach. We got a lot to get into. Here's what we have in store for you this morning. Rage Cage women's basketball coach Gary Broadhead going to join me around 7.45. Uh, Ralph Malbro, my friend from the Saints Happy Hour podcast, going to join me in the next segment. Jay Walker will be in studio for the 8 o'clock hour. He watched Rage Cajun baseball this weekend. Go at it in um, over at, uh, at MLT Moore Field at Russo Park. Their season gets underway two weeks from Friday. We'll talk a little Cajun baseball, softball. We'll talk Cajun hoops. We'll talk uh, conference championship games, Saints, Bengals versus Rams matchup. All of that coming your way. Kicking off the show with us this morning, though, is Rage Cajun men's basketball coach, Bob Marlin. Good morning, Bob. How are you today? I'm doing great, Scott. How are you? I'm doing well, Coach. I'm doing well. I am. Um, I want to talk to you about what unfolded this past week at uh, at the Cajun Dome, and obviously, it's not the results you guys wanted. And I think, I think, I guess, when it comes to free throws, it's something that I always, I sometimes compare it to like clock management in football. It's one of those things that fans can just look at the number; it's easy to see. And when you don't make it, you don't make it. And when you make it, you make it. My point is, it's kind of like it's simple. Like there's some things on a basketball court. Take. Correction, there are a lot of things on a basketball court. Maybe the average fan doesn't really know what's going on, right? When it comes to free throws, it's it's a make-or-miss type thing. And I know for you, you know, the last two losses, and particularly the one Saturday, I mean, you guys, you know, you turned over the opponent a lot. You had a lot of second-chance points, but the missed free throws down the stretch. Uh, my question to you is just from a frustration point, Coach, where does free throws rank up there for you whenever they're just not falling and they're, and they're costing you games late? Well, they're certainly very important, and we work on free throws daily, uh, and our guys have shot a good percentage. We were right at 70% in conference play going in this past week, and we missed opportunities in both games, as you said, Scott. And I think our goal is to be the first one into the bonus. And against Georgia Southern the other night in the second half, we got in the bonus somewhere around the 15-minute mark of the second half and proceeded to go miss three front ends of one and ones. So that's even more damaging to you, the way we shot it. You want to get there and get those three points, but as you said in your opening statement, you'd have to make them. You know, I, I look at um, the free throw game coach, and I don't know, when, when, you, when you start missing them, I guess, late, and it's a, it's a situation like you had Saturday and a team starting to hit some shots and come back a little bit, does, does one thing almost lead to another? Like, is there a snowball effect where when they're not falling, it impacts your defense a little bit in, in, a, in a situation, or do you think they're just separate from one another? 
No, everything's built on uh, the previous play or momentum. That's a part of our game. And there's a lot of spurts in the game of basketball. Uh, but if, if you score the ball, your defense is usually better. I mean, it, there are all kind of things that you can lump together. It's important. And uh, you miss a couple free throws or make a bad turnover, then it can get your head for sure. Coach Bob Marlin, our guest, where is the, the you know, from a frustration standpoint, is that – does this one rank up there? Do you do you have to kind of stay away from that kind of thoughts because you just focus on sort of the next game? Like how frustrating has the season been? Because there have been a lot of ups and downs here, Coach. And I know I'm I'm catching you after two losses, and if it's after three wins, it's very different. But uh, being kind of close in, in some of these defeats and the way they've unfolded, is the frustration level just high right now for this team? Yeah, I think it's high. We expect more. And we haven't played up to our standards. We've had some unfortunate situations uh, in, in some games, and but we've been every game's been a close game. And I've said this before. Uh, it's true with our conference for sure that uh, every game is comes down to a battle, and uh, it's a, a two or three possession game at most. And and uh, I think our conference is good this year as it's been a long time. And uh, I think you, you saw that on Saturday. Uh, or Thursday as well with two teams that weren't playing well uh, that came in and, and had a good week. So uh, it all snowballs, though, uh, from a frustration standpoint, Scott. And we're just trying to focus on the next game. We're, we're getting ready for Little Rock, and that's our focus. And um, that, That's all we can do. And then we get in a tournament. We know we're going to have to make shots and, and be at our best. And with games going down to the wire, that's the way conference tournaments will be, too. So uh, we're just going to continue to get better each day and, and glad that we've moved into February. Yeah, we're in February. There's there's still ball in front of you. Um, you mentioned it, right, maintaining focus. How, what are the keys to that as, as a head coach? I know it's on you and your staff and the players, but from a head coaching standpoint, how do you get the guys to kind of maintain focus and, and keep that unit unified particularly during maybe a tough stretch, you know, um, and, you know, I, or, or is it also difficult when things are going well? Like what is the keys for a coach to just focus on that next game and not think as much about the last play or overlook an opponent or underlook an opponent, if that makes sense? Well, our staff does a great job in preparation and, and uh, we'll, we'll be ready for Little Rock uh, this, this week, but, you just have to go to the next one. And we tell the guys to saddle. I mean, that's all you can do is get back in and, and, and go at the next team. You can't do anything about what's happened in the past except for try to prepare for it, learn from it, and not create the, the same mistakes uh, in the future. And our, our guys are disappointed. we got some guys that really want to win on this team and, and as well as our coaches. And We did some really good things, Scott, against Georgia Southern. I mean, we did some really good things, but we didn't make our free throws down the stretch and then and then miss an opportunity to score at the end as well. Um, but it's going back to your earlier question, it's kind of like your golf game, right? To put it all together, it's difficult. And if you're um, an average or weekend golfer, it's not going to happen very often. So you just have to prepare for the next shot, prepare for the next game, and uh, keep the guys' spirits up and, and keep moving. You mentioned some of the things you did well. Uh, I know you guys turned them over a lot. You had a lot of second-chance points. 
And, uh, you know, I there's been some players for you this year. Jordan Brown is, you know, he leads your team in scoring, and I've talked to you before about a lot of the things he does well, leads your team in rebounding by pretty good margin. What are, what are some areas you feel like Jordan can improve in? Um, I, I know I've talked to you about a lot of the positives with him. Where are some areas you know that he could be even better than he's shown thus far? Well, he needs to be better defensively. I've talked to him, talked to he and Theo extensively on Friday about playing lower, um, getting getting bigger in the post, finishing, and uh, making free throws. And those are all things that we didn't do. But Jordan, uh, in particular, needs to improve his free throw shooting. He, he struggled with that a little bit. He had it up to uh, mid to high 60s, and now he's dropped a little bit. Uh, and he's going to get fouled. So that's an area he needs to improve in. He has improved his passing uh, out of the double team. I thought he did a good job of that the other night. And then he, he always can be better defensively. Uh, needs to rebound the ball a little bit better and be better defensively. ESPN Lafayette, best ticketed sports. We're visiting with Louisiana Rachel Cajun men's basketball coach Bob Marlin. Coach, final player I want to ask you about before I let you go, and that's Michael Thomas um, played 21 minutes each of the last two games. I think you kind of see uh, folks that have been out there see him, you know, how he can, <clears throat> excuse me, be as a ball handler. Uh, where, where is he? Where has he come? I guess from the beginning of the season to now, and how much of a part of the rotation do you see him being moving forward? Well, early Mike played a little bit, and then he broke his hand. Uh, and missed games in December with a broken hand, missed a few, and then came back a little bit earlier than we anticipated. And he gives us speed at the point guard position. He he is a true point. He can shoot the ball a little bit. Uh, Certainly needs to uh, increase his strength, but uh, he helps us, and he's done a good job in conference play as being one of our primary ball handlers, and I look for him to continue to do that. Coach Bob Marlin has been our guest. Rage Cajun Hoops, the Arkansas road trip, Little Rock this Thursday. We'll uh, be on the airwaves at 6 o'clock. Jay Walker's got the call from Learfield over on 96.5 KPL. 6.30 tip, and then Saturday in Jonesboro, 4 o'clock um, uh, tip all, 3.30 pregame. Coach, uh, what's the biggest key to, to getting some wins on this road trip? Just got to finish games. I mean, we need to shoot the ball well and get off to a good, good start there, but uh, – to play defense. Our defense has been good, uh, and we need to go from good to great and take care of the, the small things in all phases uh, on this weekend trip to Arkansas. Best of luck, Coach. Always appreciate you taking the time, man. Safe travels, and we'll catch up with you again next week. Thanks, Scott. All right, on that note, here's Cajun Hoops. We will circle back, talk Rage Cajun women's hoops later this hour with Coach Gary Broadhead. Up next, digging into football. Ralph Malbro, my friend, Saints historian, host of the Saints Happy Hour podcast, writer for WWLTV.com. Super Bowl matchup and next Saints head coach, who's it going to be? We're digging into all of it when we come back right after this. Jay Walker in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll get into some Diamond Sports Hoops talk as well. That's all coming your way. Keep it locked in right here. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. (laughs) 